0: Welcome to Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock and Craig Gravel, and we're joined by one of the young guns of the TCR category, a fast-moving category, Josh Bucken, Welcome back to Inside Motorsport. And, uh, after a, uh, well, not highly successful, but a mediumly successful, Bathurst 12-hour for you, a six-hour rather, uh, event for TCR. Yeah,
1: um, as big a surprise as anyone really, uh, how, how well we went. Um, It's actually funny. I I kind of called the success of it uh, after the Phillip Island round. I obviously won the Tasmanian round, which is great. Uh, Then Phillip Island was as close to a disaster as you could possibly define. So I figured that Bathurst round three was probably going to be somewhere in the middle. Uh, And finishing eighth after race one, I was pleasantly surprised that my uh, patternry had come off. So uh, yeah, to back it up with a couple of podiums... in race two and three uh i was i was wrapped really really happy and and the team deserve uh every bit of silverware they got that that weekend along with bailey who, who did even better again so great great fun was that
0: you've been uh, with the barry morcombe owned hyundai team for two years or was it three
1: yeah second year now
0: Yeah, a limited time was had in 21
1: yeah that's right i mean um The deal for me to join the team came together at the end of 2020. So obviously Will was going to uh, resume um, for the 2020 season. Uh, And then obviously the apocalypse dropped and, you know, things didn't quite go to plan. Uh, And then, yeah, in November of 2020, I got a call from a contact of mine at Hyundai uh, Australia who basically said, hey, you should give Barry a call. And Um, gave him a ring on really uh, nothing no no great lead and then two months later we were at the first round in Tasmania it was pretty surreal and I kind of just figured it might be a race or two and here I am second season three races in and they still haven't got rid of me so um, either they like me or I haven't done too badly so I
0: think Josh your humility is a bit overwhelming because I'm sure it's a, it's not the fact that they like you, it, nor have you made major mistakes and spilled coffee on Rob Benson's book or anything like that. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's got quite a bit got quite a bit to do with your skill behind the wheel and and that uh, you appear to be now maybe we're mistaken, but appear to be somebody who works pretty hard at what he does.
1: Yeah, look, I um, uh, I, I thank thank you for the kind words. Um, and I, I actually buy Rob coffee. Uh, and spill it on myself. When I took a coffee to him recently, I pretty much ruined the interior of a lovely Hyundai. Um, so that's on Benson. But, um, yeah, look, uh, I, I do work hard at what I do in the car. You know, I'm a big believer that the biggest setup change you can make in a car is the torsion behind the wheels. So um, I, I'm a bit of a driving nerd. I'm a bit of a car nerd. I kind of live and breathe it. If anyone wants to talk about cars, that's pretty much, uh, you know, that's a bubble for me and that person for the next, you know, 45 minutes or or hour. Um, I could talk about it, read about it, listen to it all day long. Um, And, yeah, like, I've never really expected the game to give me anything, so when it has, I've usually tried to take it uh, as best I can. And, um, look, I've, I've done, I've kind of, I wouldn't say I've exceeded my expectations in the category, but I've done what i think i my skill set has um sort of presented and yeah the the next step is to win a title and and that's that's what's on our eyes for this year
0: tell us what what you do before you were in tcr
1: so uh directly before tcr i did uh australian formula three in 2019 obviously 2020 was a bit of a weird year and i i raced quite a bit but not, not no full season obviously um uh, so I, Formula 3 was the category I did previous, uh, and then Formula 4 before that with uh, Paul Liston in Sydney, um, who d- design and build their own cars. I was with them, and still am with them actually, I, I, I still drive their cars now, um, and I will do again until they stop asking me. Uh, but I joined them again just on a phone call, kind of from nowhere, from a suggestion uh, in late twenty sixteen, um, before that was just you know your normal karting. I never really had a budget to uh, really travel and chase big titles, but I was always fast. I always raced really good guys, um, and when again a, a big stage came, I usually did quite well. So, um, yeah, again, that's why I'm I'm kind of not really expecting anything to be given to me because I, I had pretty humble beginnings in karting. And didn't really expect to do what I did in that category so uh, anything from then on was a bonus for me so yeah it's weird how it's all happened it's just kind of wake up in January and what am I doing this year uh, maybe nothing and then at the end of the month oh you're in this car so a um, bit of a I get around <laughs> so to say.
0: One of the, the <laughs> nice things that's happened in TCR is that drivers. Uh, not necessarily they came from V8 but very accomplished drivers like Tim Slade, Garth Tander, Fabian Coulter. These guys are dropping into TCR and giving you guys, and Chaz Mostert, of course, giving you guys a benchmark. Yeah,
1: exactly. Look, those guys, uh, there's a lot of rhetoric that, you know, they don't, people don't like supercar guys coming in or whatever. Um, the truth is we need those, those names who people know to validate us. Guys like myself, Jordan Cox, you know, Names that you may or may not have heard of uh, if you weren't directly in the racing scene. Uh, We need those guys to make us look good. Uh, And those guys winning and losing um, is exactly what we need to prop ourselves and therefore prop the series up. So uh, every time someone said, oh, this supercar guy's in or that one or whoever it may be, uh, what are your thoughts? It's always like, great, bring them all, you know. it's we're, we're not uh we've proven in the category that young guys aren't scared to rub shoulders with those boys and i think those guys appreciate it because it's a fresh group of cattle looking to take them out really and i think
0: they like it indeed and it's one of the great things is that each of those guys those senior guys in supercars um has done it multiple times so that it's not as though they just do it and go oh i don't want to go there they're willing to as you say uh, you know take on the cattle and uh, see where they measure
1: up as well exactly right um and the cars are uh, you know saying this without having to say it the cars are exciting to drive you know if you look at look at it from the outside front wheel drive 360 ish horsepower uh and paddle shift you you wouldn't probably suggest that's a formula for uh, exciting cars to drive but Um, I've been very lucky to have a variety of experience in a lot of different cars uh, and they are genuinely the trickiest cars I've ever driven, uh, modern anyway, Um, there's some old cars that have tested me, but modern car that's going around, they are very hard to drive fast, very, very unique and at the same time rewarding, so you get out of a 30 minute session and you've used all your brain capacity to keep the car on the road and then to set a time. So, you know, you multiply that by 25 and that's why the series is, is so good because it is it is so tough.
0: And one of the interesting things, of course, we've seen where Formula 1 and and supercars are now doing that very thing and making the cars tougher to drive, getting rid of the aero, making the cars move around and and be something that you've got to be on top of.
1: Yeah, look, if we use Bathurst as an example over the previous weekend, our middle sector time was faster than TA2 Trans Am, which, you know, they've obviously got a, a boatload of grunt. Um, so, you know, the cars are super fast when they get going uh, relative to the straight-line speed that they have. And, look, it, it is it's, it's tough. They're not meant to be easy. Um, and usually when you come in after a session, the the harder it was to drive, the further up the order you are, and it's amazing how much lap time there's found by kind of just pulling your finger out and having a go. So, yeah, I think that's what people want to see because the attitude of the cars, you can see when they're being pushed, and, you know, motorsport's a visual sport. That's that's what what fans, and that's what I personally, as, you know, um, a fan myself, wants to see.
0: I was going to say, I, I remember vividly John Clelland at a two-litre race at Bathurst in the press conference. I was sitting sort of about two feet away from him in front of him, asked him about driving the two-litre cars, as they were then uh, in poker, yep. um, versus driving a V8 at Bathurst. As you may not know, he competed many years with Brad Jones there and, and loved it yep. every time. Yep. <laughs> and I remember asking John Clelland, when I asked him the question, he sort of looked around. I said, what's the difference between driving one of these two-litre cars versus a V8, and sort of askance around, you know, who's looking at me sort of thing. And he says, well, at every corner in the V8, it's like an accident's about to happen. But in the two-litre car, you get it on one of them and you chuck it, chuck it to the other side. <laughs> and I thought that was a, a wonderful way of describing driving in those different cars around Bathurst. Um, you had no six-hour mount for this year, Josh. Um, is that something you want to work on for future years?
1: Yeah, it is. I'd like to – look, I would honestly drive anything. Um, I, I have no uh, no barriers to, to any car. Um, I'll, I'll drive anything I can. But, yeah, six-hour, 12-hour, um, that's, that's something I'd definitely love to do. I actually had a drive lined up for the 6-hour uh, in what would have been a, a pretty decent car, but, um, you know, sponsor of the team fell out and they, they couldn't afford to run uh, run someone for, for, for nothing, basically. Uh, so, yeah, that was disappointing. But, look, again, as I say, any car that's got a seat available, I'll, I'll, I'll put my hand up for
0: well, we hope you do get that seat. I know you'll be getting ready for Sydney Motorsport Park next. Is that your next TCR event?
1: Yeah, that's correct, the end of next month. So uh, probably the Hyundai's strongest track on paper um, and obviously track of where I got my first couple of wins in the category at. So going there with high hopes, uh, I, I like the venue. Um, I'm eagerly anticipating it.
0: All right, Josh. Well, thank you very much for joining us on Inside Motorsport. We wish you all the very best there. I know that uh, I'll be catching up with you probably at Sandown. That's your next uh, Southern event. I look forward to uh, catching up with you. And don't forget to um, give Robbie Benson a kick in the shin. Not literally speaking. <laughs> no,
1: thanks, Tony. I will, mate. He'll, uh, he'll know it was you. Don't you worry. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Thank you again for Josh Bucken and from the Hyundai team, and all the very best to here and beyond. And look forward to catching up with you again soon.
1: Thanks, Tony. See you, mate. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.